No, I was right about you. I knew you were my kind of person. I prayed you'd come through. Not only because of the company, but because of me. Of you? My dear, couldn't you guess? I love you. I've loved you from the first moment I saw you. And I love you. Welcome to our very love-filled episode of I Went Outside Today. I am one of your three hosts, Chris. I'm Cheryl. And Sydney, I'm not doing no things. But you are. So it is our annual Valentine's Day episode. And Cheryl and I have been trying to figure out what we can make you do. Mm-hmm. Speed dating was something that came up. Getting you a blind date with a horse furry was also another one. I hate the idea. <laughs> Also didn't pan out. Mm-hmm. There's like workshops on like... Also didn't pan out. How do you... <laughs> where do you even... You went to Craigslist, didn't you? No, only weirdos on Craigslist. We went to Kijiji. There's weirdos on Kijiji. <laughs> <laughs> There's a woman who's got a dating site where you get to smell t-shirts that apparently... Will you just smell t-shirts? I can't smell. Well... I would want to And it's to not from COVID. That. I couldn't smell before COVID. I would like to test that, but there Sydney, is a waiting list. Sydney created COVID. I didn't create COVID. <laughs> Sorry, Cheryl, I interrupted. It's all good. I interrupted her too. Mm-hmm. Cheryl puts up with too much. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Proceed. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, she she set up this, like the scientists set up like a website where you can like smell t-shirts to figure out attraction based on pheromones. And... Uh, there's a wait list. They, they actually will not... There's no availabilities. Hmm. It's just so popular. So we're going to make you smell someone's t-shirts on some other day. I can't smell. We'll find and out. And I've really leaned into you just being single. I've been single since I came home. I've been single for like three years. I'm good with it now. And we figured as much. It might be a little bit rude, a little bit pushy. To, to hire a horse, uh, a, horse <laughs> a horse furry? To hire... Well, we wouldn't hire them. We would just, you know for you guys's dinner and then let love take its true course i do like it when other people pay for my dinner but. <laughs> so yeah as i was saying uh we figured it might be you know pushing you too much to go out and talk to people and relate to them on a human level i wanted to when i moved home but then like the pandemic happened and now i'm like dude i was off work for two weeks and i was like what the fuck is my job like how do i even speak to people i don't want a human anymore I think turning 30 really did a number on me. I'm just ready to like lean into spinsterhood hard. <laughs> I'm going to get like 30 cats. But we did realize that you have a wealth, a wealth of information for people getting into relationships or who are in relationships. Yes, I love to judge other people's relationships. And need a little bit of help. Yeah. So Cheryl and I plumbed the depths of reddit's relationship subreddits Mm -hmm. tried to find people's problems problems that you perhaps are best equipped to answer Mm -hmm. oh interesting so (laughs) so we'll either be friends or not friends after this so these are problems that you think that i'm equipped to solve that is correct yes and uh i believe this was cheryl's idea yeah that uh, she came up with it so we worked on it together 
I actually don't go in there that much. I go on Am I the Asshole more. I like to judge people, though, so. I can't take all the credit. There is a Canadian YouTube star that I watch her podcast on YouTube, and this was something her and her partner did. So, but I thought it'd be very entertaining, because you seem to have a lot of opinions on relationships. I do have a lot of opinions, (laughs) and they're good opinions. Carol and I have picked some very specific help wanted requests that we feel suit your strengths. Mm -hmm. So this first one, this was posted by user Def Dildo. Leave him. On Reddit. Def Dildo. Def as in hard of hearing. Yeah, I heard you. No, you didn't. I didn't say death dildo. I said death dildo with a f. Here's the title of the post. I'm jealous of my wife's relationship with our rabbit. (laughs) Four months ago, my wife and I decided to get a rabbit. He's a big black lop named Theodore. Things were fine at first, and I did like him. There were no issues, but... As time has elapsed, I've tentatively been observing a certain dynamic that this rabbit has brought to our household. Whenever I come home from work, my wife is with Theodore. When I wake up, my wife is with Theodore. She spends at least an hour with this bunny every day. She does everything for him. This isn't just a normal friendship thing. And I'll just admit it, I am fucking jealous. I guess she sees something in Theodore. Oh, And the rabbit is male, so yeah, that does make it worse. I don't care if it sounds stupid. I would never say this to anyone in real life, but this is how I feel. I haven't broached the topic to her. I'm just quietly stewing over this. I should have never got that rabbit because it seems like he's literally stealing my own wife away from me. Yes, I'm aware they probably aren't doing anything sexual, But the precedent just annoys me and makes me feel insecure. Death Dildo needs therapy. 100% needs therapy. First of all, when you're talking about like heterosexual relationships, to generalize here a little bit, like most women do a lot of the emotional labor in relationships. And this guy sounds like he requires a fuck ton of emotional labor that's probably why she likes hanging out with the fucking rabbit because it's quiet and she doesn't have to you know take on all this extra emotional labor it's a rabbit it needs carrots and it needs to go to the bathroom fucking easy (laughs) done it's weird to be jealous of a rabbit he should be embarrassed do you think it makes a difference if the rabbit is male versus female no (laughs) no This is just like, I don't know. Is this toxic masculinity to be this threatened by a rabbit? The way I look at it is that he requires a lot of attention. And that one hour that she's spending with the rabbit is taking an hour away from him. And he's not okay with it. Okay, you're the rabbit expert. Is that a lot of time to spend with a rabbit? I mean, I spend all day with the rabbit, but that's because I work at home. Yeah. But like an hour, an hour doesn't even seem like that no, much time. No, it's not that much time. That's not normal go to therapy, work your shit out. Like, there's not a normal level of jealousy. So you're not saying, like, all of her time spent with this rabbit is some form of emotional cheating? Mm, she might like that the rabbit likes her better, but is what it is. I've mm. definitely made other people's animals like them, or, like, like me more than them, and it just is what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm. And this is deeply you, satisfying. You may know Def Dildo. 
<laughs> yeah, or it's my people rabbit. like them. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like if people like have a cat or something, I'll just like give a cat treats and play with the cat until it likes me the most. And then you just see their owner like kind of like twitch a little bit and like they don't like it. And that makes me really happy inside. So she might be like really happy that the rabbit likes her more. But like maybe if her fucking husband didn't suck so much, she wouldn't care what a rabbit thinks of her. So you're saying if you want the husband to drive his wife crazy, he's got to make the rabbit love him more. He should befriend the rabbit if he wants to win. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's winning right now, though. Mm. But I don't think there's like malicious intent, but I think that she's deeply satisfied that the rabbit likes her more. Do you think this could be a case where like she is seeing the rabbit as a replacement child? Um, no, I think if it was a replacement child, she'd spend more than an hour with it. Fair. I don't know what's going on, but it's not normal. What did Reddit say? We didn't look at the comments. Mm. We felt your expertise in relationships was way better than anyone on Reddit. Definitely is. (laughs) So if you're listening, Def Dildo, you just got your answer. Sorry. You need to go to therapy. All right. I got the next one for you. My boyfriend takes role play way too seriously. What kind of role play? You'll find out. I love him more than anything, and we've been together for four years. We work a busy schedule, so we probably have sex once a week. He's never said no to any of my fetish requests, and it's great. He has one request for me, though, and that's role-playing, and he loves it. After all he's done for me, it seems like an easy thing to do, considering he's never asked me for anything else. He just takes it so seriously, and it makes me confused. It's not like the typical naughty schoolgirl thing. He buys me outfits, and they've been from his favorite shows, games, films, and we have so many costumes that I'll never have to buy another Halloween costume again. For example, he got me a full Hogwarts outfit to wear, and he had one too, and I thought it would just make me a bit slutty so I didn't wear anything except stockings under the robe. And then he told me to get a shirt on, and to take the stockings off. What student at such a prestigious school of wizardry would dress like that? Oh my god, he wants to go to Hogwarts. The next thing is how long and realistic it gets. (laughs) Using the Harry Potter example, he was a student and he literally spent a half hour talking about the owl exams and how he was striving for outstanding and it had no relevance to sex whatsoever. I tried to speed it along, but he told me that a witch wouldn't act like this during her owls, and it took around a half hour of role-playing until we got to anything sexual. He even does voices. I came home to find a Bo Peep outfit. I never thought I would get fucked by Woody, shouting yee-haw or giddy-up partner. He wanted to do Spider-Man once, and so I was meant to be some girl, and he wanted to climb through the bedroom window in the middle of the night at some random time. I don't really want to wait all night for some masked man to climb through my window. And he said he wasn't going to do Spider-Man if he can't climb through the window, so we settled on just vanilla sex. It wasn't the same, though, and it feels like he needs the role-playing. I've told him I can't be bothered doing it, to this extent every time, but after 20 minutes of roleplay, it wasn't enough for him, so we have below average sex. We've tried without costumes, but it's still not the same. He just watches ordinary porn too, no costumes. 
I'm just so puzzled by it all. I've had previous partners who liked roleplay, but it was your typical sexy teacher not getting fucked by Chewbacca. Amazing. Oh my god, I don't even know where to start. I mean, my first instinct, though, is that, like, really, you could... I used to read a lot of Dan Savage, and there's a really good point that he makes about, you know, hope that you get the honest foot fetishist instead of the dishonest necrophilia (laughs) kind of thing. I don't think this is really anything to look that down upon. It's funny. I think it's a little funny. I giggled a few times, but if he, from the sounds of it, is in, you know, indulging all of your kinks or her kinks to, um whatever works for her like just fucking role play for an hour half an hour is not that long a time to be a wizard before having sex may i think maybe she needs to do a little bit more research or like if he's just into any kind of role play maybe a fandom that she's familiar with because it sounds like she doesn't know that much about harry potter because you don't go naked under your robe that's absurd <laughs> it's quite drafty it would be quite drafty if you did that it's silly and the owls are very serious. Are they? So, you know, you don't just start fucking after 10 minutes about talking about the owls. It's a serious exam. <laughs> believe it's the same equivalent as like a diploma mm-hmm. or like the SATs. Mm-hmm. It's serious business. So it sounds like you and uh, this woman's boyfriend would be a very good match. Oh, I don't want to fucking role play for an hour, <laughs> but I she's getting something out of it too, though, right? Like he's... Doing all her kinks and stuff. I mean, if you really can't stand it, you really can't stand it. And then maybe you need to break up on the grounds of you're not sexually compatible. But that's a choice for her to make. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what about... Uh, I'm sorry. I'm still thinking about the Bo Peep thing. I would not be down for that. No. It's a children's movie. And I feel like even just hearing about it has fucked up my childhood a little bit. At first, I thought just from like the nursery rhyme, which is creepier. What do you think? Creepier from the TV show or from the nursery rhyme? Probably the nursery rhyme. Yeah, I think so too. Because they're sheep. My first thought was like, he could dress as a sheep. (laughs) I think anything could be sexy if you're creative enough. I don't know about that. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, look at all the people who design uh, women's Halloween costumes. Maybe he needs therapy too, though, because if he needs like such interactive role, like why you, do you just get like, really, is your, is, do you really just get that turned on like escaping reality or like do you want to be a wizard because you work at the gap and like you're not having a nice life maybe he doesn't feel like he can be sexy being himself but if he's spider-man crawling in through his own bedroom window that just sounds dope i would let someone do that but like if the cop showed up i wouldn't want to explain it she should have let him crawl through the window i'm just gonna say it that's fun she's single ladies and gentlemen (laughs) what i thought the spider-man was fun how was he gonna do it though how, how do you climb up the side of a house if you're not Spider-Man? Probably the way a spider can. No, you can't because your fingers aren't He'll sticky. just spin a web. Any size. Now you're just saying the words <laughs> to the theme song. Well, we'll move on to the next one here. Uh, so this was submitted by, I think it's just a throwaway account because the whole line is just gibberish. Mm-hmm. Throw Ram Keo P-L-P-J-W-B-D. I thought all the throwaway accounts were like snoo something. Yeah. First, my, I'm the 23-year-old male. Girlfriend, who is a 26-year-old female. So three years age difference. I would never date someone three years younger than me. So my girlfriend got into confrontation at Costco. (laughs) I left the store to not escalate the situation. She's accusing me of running away when she needed me. So that was the title. Two days ago, my girlfriend and I went to Costco. 
a guy blatantly cut in front of us in the checkout line that we had already been waiting for almost 20 minutes. My girlfriend spoke up and told him that we were already waiting and the end of the line was way back there. He said we didn't move our cart forward fast enough and that meant we had left the door open for him to jump in. (laughs) She said that was crap and to move his stuff. He had two huge carts literally filled to the brim. He said, what are you going to do about it? I didn't want to escalate the situation. So I basically just walked away and out of the store. I felt it was so much better because you just don't know what people are going to do these days. I figured my girlfriend would leave as well, but I waited in the car for a good 30 minutes before I heard anything. Finally, she came out with all our stuff. I asked her how it went. She said, paraphrasing, Not only are you a fucking coward, literally everyone in that line laughed at you about how you left me high and dry. I tried to explain to her about not wanting to escalate, and she said that no partner in the world, let alone woman, wants their partner to turn tail and run. I tried to explain to her again my thought process, and she said if I said one more word, she was breaking up with me. I dropped her off at her house with her stuff and haven't heard one word from her despite texting and calling her a few times. What is going on here? What can I do about this? How do I make her understand my point? All right, well, he needs to grow a fucking backbone and just stop texting and calling her and break up with her. And get a new girlfriend. He grew a backbone. He made the tough decision to not escalate the situation. But now he's texting her, and that's kind of like a little bitch move. He needs to just break up with her and move on. She needs therapy. (laughs) It's a recurring theme. A lot of these people need therapy. And listen, if you're going to start a fight with a stranger, which I have done, and I'm not even saying that's the wrong move. I'm pretty non-confrontational, but sometimes you do have to fight a stranger. But you have to be willing to fight the stranger by yourself. All right? Unless you have some, like, agreement you can't just invite other people to the fight that don't want to be in the fight with you Mm. so her expectations are unreasonable he's kind of a little bitch for texting her does not the kind of woman that wants to understand your non-violent peaceful approach to life i don't think you're going to have a nice life together so you should just leave so if your partner got in a fight with a stranger who was taking their place in line you would also walk out to the car yeah fucking deuces i'd leave him there Mm -hmm. i would have thought you would have been on the other side of this really yeah i would have thought you would have uh stuck by your partner maybe if i i don't know i'm tired right now i'm not saying that i wouldn't ever but i would like i reserve the right to not be involved in a fight that i don't want to be a part of i don't think i would leave the store i think i would sit there and watch it play out just in case something goes terribly wrong so i could call 911 mm-hmm. but i wouldn't get involved i don't know i think it's fine if you don't leave the store but i think it's fine that he did he probably should have helped with the like loading this stuff into the car though so break up in therapy so far a lot of therapy and everybody, a lot of breaking everybody up. needs therapy i don't i'm perfect mm-hmm. <laughs> all right you ready for the next one no well too bad my 24 male girlfriend, 26 female, fully believes that she is a cat in a human's body. To your age Break difference. up. <laughs> Mm-mm, done. My girlfriend now thinks she's an otherkin, a cat in a human's body, and refuses to see anything wrong with the situation, and I don't know what to do. Leave her. <laughs> 
just wait. You, there's more story. So girlfriend and I have been together for nearly eight months and she's always been very quirky and a nerdy person and does cosplay and is into anime and role playing, etc. Nothing too weird. We've been kind of distant lately with everything going on and with me being an essential worker. So we haven't really seen each other and we only talk for about a half hour a day. Well, last Tuesday, we got to hang at her place and she wore cat ears and a belt with a tail the entire time. At first, I thought it was going to be a sex surprise or she was testing out a new cosplay, but nope. She sat me down and asked if I really do love her. And then she hit me with a very long monologue, essentially summed up, I am a cat in a human body. I wish I was joking. I thought I misunderstood and then believed that maybe it was just some sort of weird joke, but she kept being serious about it and dumbling down. Shortly after, because I had to shift work, and I still believe that it was oddly drawn out for nothing more than a joke. She ended up texting me with resources to help me understand, which is when I realized she was really serious. Apparently she believes she's an otherkin, a person who holds the belief that they are not human. She said she was introduced to this by one of her friends a few months ago and has since joined discords and communities of others like her. Her friend believes he is a demon trapped in a human's body. And she sent me a testimonial that was supposed to be touching. But basically, it's just a dude talking about how he's Naruto. I'm not joking. She explained she explained her other kin type as being a cat, and now she 100% thinks she's a cat. How does she know she's a cat, you ask? According to her, sleeping a lot, liking the sun, hating water, feeling comfortable crawling on all fours, claiming to understand what cats are saying, and being able to talk to them through meowing. She's apparently been distant with everyone else we know in real life, and as I have gotten multiple messages asking me to let her know to be in touch with them. My head has been spiraling this past week. I keep thinking it's a joke, but nope, she's deathly serious about this and has handed her two weeks resignation to her job because cats don't work. (laughs) To make things worse, I can't discuss this with anyone in real life because I know how crazy it sounds. And I know leaving her is a valid option, but I love this woman. Now I don't recognize her and I know that there is something very, very wrong and I can't reach her and she refuses to hear anything from me unless it's unconditional support. What the fuck do I do? He's eight months isn't long enough. It's it's time to pack up shop and go. But as an avowed cat lover. I like animal cats. I don't fucking like I don't fucking like people that pretend to be cats. She's either having an issue where she can't deal with reality or something like that, and maybe she needs therapy, Um, or it's a really long con to get out of having a day job, which, mad respect. (laughs) (laughs) Would you date the guy who thinks that he's a demon trapped in a human's body? No, because he probably thinks a demon doesn't have a fucking day job either. (laughs) Well, guess what? Like, the reality is he didn't sign up to date a cat. It's true. It's true. Time to go, buddy. Time to go. So you think she should find a man who would date who a cat? Who wants to date a cat. And yeah. probably has dated cats before. Yeah, like, listen, here's some fucking hard truths for you. Not everyone wants to fucking date a cat. Most people don't want to date a cat. You're not going to be the type of person for everyone in the world. That's why we date before we get married, because you got to fucking find out if someone decides they're a cat. And quits their fucking day job. 
What was she, I wonder? Like, if she worked at, like, retail, I get it. But you got to find someone that wants to date a cat. This is not the guy. Sounds like he was an essential worker. He's got enough going on. Do we know when this was written? Uh, Post-pandemic, because yes, he's an essential obviously. worker. I think he's got too much going on to have a fucking cat girlfriend. Sounds like he doesn't want a cat girlfriend. <laughs> no. Is it better to date a woman who thinks she's a cat or a cat that thinks they're a woman? I'm going to go neither. I don't... Just on the meowing thing, though, too, though, like, yeah, you can communicate with cats through meowing because cats actually develop that communication for humans. I mean, you can't, like, talk to them. Like, I'm not saying she's a fucking Dr. Doolittle, but it is a communication developed specifically for humans. When cats communicate with each other, they communicate in a frequency that we can't hear. And it's always important to find a partner who knows how to communicate well. Exactly. So, I don't know, maybe she needs to date a cat that thinks they're a woman. I don't know. <laughs> Not this guy, though. Time to leave. Stop texting her. Yeah. I mean, what if he's more of a dog person? <laughs> Get a, a real dog, though. We have such a pet population crisis in North America. We can't fucking afford... My personal opinion is we can't fucking afford for people to start acting and pretending like they're animals. We got a pet population crisis. Too many already. There's no room for you. I understand that she could be, like, going through something where this feels, like, really real to her. But, like, that's something to work out with your therapist, not take out on your boyfriend. <laughs> so therapy again. And I'm not fully convinced that she didn't just come up with this as a way to quit her day job. Would you do something like this to quit your day job? Getting fucking close to it. Mm. But Do you think she should find a guy who would date a cat? Is I'm it, just saying it's an option. Is that healthiest for her? I don't mean it's maybe not the healthiest, but I mean, I don't know what's healthy at the end of the day. None of us are really mentally healthy. If she finds someone and it works, like I wouldn't, you know, whatever two people do, consenting adults, fine. No, but you, you can't make this guy date a cat because he doesn't want to date a cat or he wouldn't be on fucking Reddit. Probably wrote this at 2.31 in the morning. <sighs> I bet his girlfriend was like curled up in her lap too. Fucking probably with a ball of yarn and some shit. Oh my god. Sorry, Cheryl. I was going to say, do you think that this is a ploy for her to push him to break up with her so she can date the guy who thinks he's a demon? No, I think there's easier ways. Like if I wanted someone to break up with me, I would just start talking shit about their mom. (laughs) There's faster ways. I mean, maybe she's not a very efficient person. But she keeps saying she wants unconditional love and support. So I really think that she does want the current boyfriend to accept her as... Because, like, a demon can't take care of a cat. So, like, that's not a good match. (laughs) But how could it not take care of the cat? What about a demon cat? Cats were guardians of the underworld in Egyptian culture. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe demons can take care of cats. Cats have jobs in the underworld. But not here, apparently. Oh, my God. So he needs to tell her, listen, fucking... Cats in the underworld have a job. Fucking call your boss. Get your shit together. What do you guys think? Um, I think you do need to have a very long conversation about what being a human cat is going to entail. I mean, if she just like gets a regular office job and she just knocks things off of her desk at work, <laughs> but still pays the bills, fine. That's it, too. Eight months isn't, like, a super long time where you're planning your, like, financial future together. But I think at eight months, if my ex quit, is if you just fucking quit his day job, I'd be pretty fucking mad. Mm. 
Whether he wanted to be a cat or a fucking albatross or... That's not responsible. Yeah. And I think you also need to learn long term because I don't think cats live very long. Oh, 18 so years. if you want to have a long relationship, you shouldn't be with a cat. 18 to 20 years is a long fucking time. That's why I want to adopt a cat. Mm-hmm. It's a long time. Mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't put up with it if, if a guy did that. To be fair, though, that's only because I don't want the relationship to get to the point where like they are becoming financially dependent on me. Because I feel like that's a lot of pressure. Like, I'm okay doing it for, like, a short spurt of time. But, like, to do it for, like, if she's planning to do that forever, it's just not going to fly. That's what it sounds yeah. like. It sounds like she wants to be a cat forever and cats don't have jobs. Which we just fucking disproved ten seconds ago. Yeah. And so, like, that to me would be where the issue is. Like Chris said, like, if you set the terms of it before where you kind of had, like, a understanding where, like, I don't know, maybe she's got enough money, maybe she won the lottery and she can just sit at home and do nothing all day and pretend to be a cat. That's definitely different in that Mm -hmm. it takes some of the edge off of it, but he still gets to decide if he wants to date a cat or not. Yeah. All right, so moving on from Catwoman. The next one, and this was, uh, I guess by the time I found it, the person deleted their name, but the post stayed up. The title is, she said she doesn't remember my name, WTF. <laughs> me and my girlfriend have been together for six months. She calls me by a few nicknames. I call her by some too, but I never thought that she called me by those nicknames because she literally doesn't know my name. <laughs> I'm speechless. I was having a few doubts about a few things in our relationship, so I took advice from some people and I went on to talk to her. We sorted almost everything out, and then I tried to lighten the conversation by telling her the name of a guy that sounded funny. I asked her if she thought my name was funny. She made excuses that she was feeling tired, tried to divert the conversation to a different topic. But when I asked again, she told me she doesn't know what my name is. I asked her if she was kidding, and she said she was not. She left an hour or so ago, and now I'm genuinely having a WTF moment. She said it was because she was forgetful and doesn't remember names well. But how is that even possible to forget your own boyfriend's name who she's been with for six months? I'm more confused than sad. I've mentioned my name like a thousand times by now. She has met all my friends who call me by my name. And she has even heard my mom yell my name a dozen times every day for a week when she came to visit us. I have no idea how this is possible. She didn't even give any more explanation than I forgot before leaving for her work. Should I be heartbroken or concerned about her mental health? This is my first relationship, so I'm really trying to process this. She sounded so casual about it. Is this a common thing in relationships? She, you should be concerned about her mental health because that's some next level fucking withdrawing, tuning everybody out situation. The real thing that I would break up with her for, though, is I'm looking for someone that's like a bit more of a fucking problem solver. If I don't know someone's name, I'm just going to fucking steal their wallet and like check their ID, right? <laughs> like there was other like how hard would it have been? His name's probably Ryan. How hard would it be to be like, no, you don't have a funny sounding name. Why do you think it sounds funny? What do you think it sounds like? And then like maybe get some hints. You know what I mean? There was ways around 
just blatantly admitting i totally understand too that like if you don't know someone's name after a certain amount of time it's too weird to ask them what their name is so i even get that but like you're his girlfriend of six months go on his computer steal his wallet look at a form people have forms why don't you have each other on facebook I have a fake name on Facebook. Do you? Yeah. You had a fake name on Facebook for a while, too. Well, I did, too, but uh, I had my real name on other accounts that Chris and I shared. Yeah. It's true, and a lot of people thought your fake Facebook name was your real name for a while. (laughs) That would have been a dope real name. Yeah, 100%. There was a bunch of us on Facebook. There's at least seven other people with that exact name. Uh (laughs) So, I mean, I think you just want someone that's a bit more of a problem solver. I wouldn't be heartbroken out of it if she doesn't... If she generally... Like, if her memory is that fucked up that she really doesn't... I don't think it's malicious intent. You know what I mean? I don't think it's a malicious forgetting of your name. Hmm. But if you want someone that's a little bit more tuned in, like, time to go find them. Six months is nothing in your life. You're going to love this one. Am I? Or am I going to, like... <laughs> you're going to love my reaction to it. We'll see. My boyfriend gave me a family heirloom, and I hate it. My boyfriend, James, 19, male, and I, 18, female, have been together since we were 15. So this isn't our first Christmas together. I love James to death, but he isn't the best at gift giving. For example, our first Valentine's Day, he gave me a Snickers bouquet, but I am allergic to peanuts. (laughs) However, I think this year takes the cake. When it's time to open gifts, my boyfriend handed me three boxes. I opened the first one and pulled out a Hummel figurine. For those whose grandmas don't obsess over them, Hummel figurines are of German children. My Nana had a whole case of them, and they scared the crap out of me as a kid. James looked very excited, so I thanked him and opened the next box, and it was another frickin' Hummel. I smiled and opened the last box, which had not one, but two Hummels in it. My boyfriend got emotional and explained that they belonged to his great-grandmother and his grandma. They were supposed to go to his mom and his sister, but they didn't want them, and I can't blame them, because these figurines are creepy. Don't get me wrong, I generally appreciate the gesture, and I think it's sweet. However, now we have a problem, because James expects me to display them in my apartment. He even made a point to mention that the shelf in my kitchen would be perfect, and I don't want those things there when I wake up at 3 a.m. to get water. I don't know how to handle this situation. James is under the impression that I love the humbles, but I don't want to hurt his feelings or be ungrateful. This sounds like a situation very close to what you're in right now. We got you that doll for Christmas. Don't you like it? (laughs) That's a creepy gross doll. Hummels aren't that creepy, though. Hummels aren't that creepy, though, I don't think. And Hummels are worth a lot of money. So that's a very expensive gift. Mm -hmm. It's true, but they're supposed to be passed on the family, so they're essentially worthless because she can't get rid of them. Mm. I mean, put them in your living room. Put them in... Sometimes when I don't want to look at stuff anymore that's in my place, I put it on the window ledge and then I close the curtain. You could do that. Is that where the doll we got you for Christmas is? No, it's in a cupboard somewhere. Out of sight, out of mind. I'm like, I don't know. I have like real object permanence issues. So if I can't see something, it's as good as gone. I think they should break up. 
but not because of the Hummel dolls. They should break up because you shouldn't fucking hang out with anyone that you knew when you were 15. 15 year olds suck. You're not mm. even going to be the same people in another five years. But what if you grow together and it... But they probably won't, right? They'll probably like, grow apart because he likes Hummel dolls and she doesn't. So you're already growing apart. So why don't you just fucking put yourself out of your misery now, give the dolls back, move on with your life. I would like to remind you that they are aged 19 and 18. So 15 is not that far off. Yeah, but like at 25, they're going to be growing together still? No. I think no. I think he jumped the gun a little bit in giving her a family heirloom when they're 19 and 18. Yeah, they're super young for it's that. It's way sure. too young. All right, so move on to the next one here. So there's some weird ones at you, so here's a normal one. I don't want to take part in my girlfriend's, 23-year-old female, sexual ritual on her wedding night, but I still want to marry her. For the food? Because, like, weddings have good food? <laughs> So this was uh, submitted by ThrowRXL2. What's the sexual ritual? So here's the text. So I, 23-year-old male, am getting married to my girlfriend, also 23, early next year if all goes to plan. I don't have a lot of family. That's so young to get married. (laughs) You're an idiot at 23. I don't know. That's like right after you're normally done like university or college. So you're starting your life. Mm-mm. <laughs> Go what talk age? to a 23-year-old right now. What age did you think people should get married? Never. <laughs> we'll Why that- should you do something that's like, first of all, from the church and like fucking totally a scam of the patriarchy. And second of all, then they get to take out her stuff. There are people in the world marrying at 13. Yeah, that's fucked up. That's not a good idea. We'll keep this all in mind when Chris and I get married this year. Well, you guys can get married because, like, are you guys going to, like, have a dinner? I do like wedding dinners. (laughs) We we hope to have a dinner and wedding things. I like wedding dinners. So if these two have a dinner, they can get married at 23. (laughs) I don't know. That's fucking young to get married. I don't think they're going to stay together if they get married at 23. So moving on. I don't have a lot of family. I'm no contact with my dad for several years now. She, however, has a huge extended family. For the most part, we get on great. They tend to be very loud and have huge personalities, which is sometimes hard for me to deal with since I've always been on the quiet side. I'm really stressed out that the family is going to be part of the ritual. (laughs) Just wait. But overall... Very warm and caring people. Something weird I've noticed since we got engaged is that my girlfriend's cousins sometimes make jokes about our wedding night. It's weird for them to joke about it since I'm pretty sure her family is aware we've slept together before since we share a bed at at holiday gatherings and vacations. A few nights ago we were discussing wedding plans and thinking about places to go on our honeymoon My girlfriend and I were brainstorming ideas when she tells me we we won't need a bridal suite right away. Obviously, I ask why. We're getting married at a pretty nice hotel, and she says that she'd like us to stay at her parents' house. I don't really mind this. We're trying to save money for a house deposit anyway, but girlfriend seems like she has more to say, so I push for why she wants it. 
She tells me that there's a really old tradition in her family on the wedding night. The husband and wife go into the master bedroom together, and they're supposed to consummate the marriage. In her parents' bed? The rest of the family are waiting outside the door. I so knew they it. Applaud them and cheer when no. they come out. No, you can't do this. Then a piece of the bed sheet <gasps> is cut off and sewn into a big tapestry my no. grand my girlfriend's mother owns. I think my girlfriend saw I wasn't happy because she quickly told me that we wouldn't have to actually consummate the marriage if I felt uncomfortable and we could just pretend. That's worse. I don't want anything to do with this. I absolutely freaked and told her under no circumstances will I be doing that kind of thing in front of her whole family. When I came back from taking a walk to clear my head, she was now noticeably acting down and still is. I think she's also been texting her family about this because I received a text from her mother telling me that I don't understand the importance of family and tradition yet. And this kind of tradition has been around longer than I've been alive. I don't know how I'm meant to go on from here. I really love my girlfriend, and she is the woman I want to spend my life with. I'm freaked out, of course, but she is my whole world. But how should I handle her family and navigate this tradition, Sydney? Welcome back to Team Single, OP. <laughs> That's like some fucking feudal system, like betting ceremony shit from the 1400s. It's very aristocratic. Super aristocratic. <laughs> very high class. In the last 500 years, though, we invented a little thing called fucking boundaries. I don't, you gotta leave her. She needs therapy, too. <laughs> she doesn't need therapy. It's a family needs, tradition. They all need therapy. This is culture. Yeah. That's not healthy boundaries. It's not. But the girlfriend said he could even fake it if they wanted. Fake having sex with your girlfriend in front of her mother is like just as bad, if not slightly weirder, than just having sex with a girlfriend. <laughs> to be fair, the door is closed. Nobody's watching. Nobody's They're watching. They're just listening. Yes. Ugh. All of them. Awful. And they're going to like high five them on the way out. I go out the window. Fucking call Spider-Man. <laughs> and they're going to keep a piece of the bed sheet. No. Awful. That's creepy, too. I don't like that at all. She, there's no way out. You gotta leave her. So if you're at the point where you're already engaged with a person, and then this family tradition comes out. Then you didn't communicate you well as individuals. This is like one month in need to know basis type stuff. I would feel at least as soon as the person proposes you should at least be like before a okay. deposit yeah yeah before any deposits <laughs> go down just an fyi so it shows a lack of uh forethought and a lack of good communication and he's gotta leave her i like how he had to push her for the information because that's also shady well he would have found out the night of he would <laughs> she's shady bitch Ooh, that's a real good catch cheryl you're holding hands, you're walking in the room, you notice Shady everyone is business. looking at you. Yep. And the mom trying to peer pressure him. Like, you marry the in-laws just as much, right? So yep. the mom is already pressuring him to, like, bang her kid while she's on the other side of the door. Like, mm -mm. time to go. Time to go. 
I feel like there's like fun ways you can fake it too. Like mm-hmm. you just walk in the room and then you like quickly like tossle each other's hair and then you immediately like maybe even like change each other's shirts mm-hmm. and then you immediately walk out the door like it's only been like 23 seconds. Yep. So like, you would fake it? Wow. You go along with this? Maybe if you have a deposit down. But to a point where questions would be asked, but would people want to pry? Like would you be, you'd be very silly about it. I think so. Like if, like if you've got to the point that you're engaged to somebody, you clearly care enough to want to try and make it work and just make it super over the top ridiculous and nobody will nobody'll care. Like as long as your girlfriend's in on it and she doesn't really care if it's actually you guys having sex or not, like just no. make a joke out of it. I think this is an acceptable boundary to have in place and you are dealing with people that do not respect your boundaries. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to Team Single, where you don't have to have sex with anyone outside the door. It's good here. Out, out the door. Outside <laughs> the door. You don't have to have sex with anyone on the outside of the door. Oh. With someone standing on the outside oh, of the okay. door. Oh, okay. That's not, what you Don't meant. have sex with the door. You can if you want, but you shouldn't. Doors are expensive. Mm, door sexuals. <laughs> there's people that marry buildings and stuff like someone's married to the fucking arc de triomphe i know there's somebody married to the color pink so and trees mm-hmm. i wouldn't marry and to tree. themselves i would marry myself because i would like a new toaster <laughs> could you just buy a new toaster it's not the same no, but it'd be slightly less expensive true <laughs> but then i could have a wedding dinner and i would get the pierogies but you also have to pay for that wedding dinner you guys should get the pierogies for your dinner wedding you wouldn't leave? You would go through with it? I just enjoy, like, across the board, you're like, we're not working on this. It's over. I'm 30. <laughs> I don't have time to work on anything anymore. If it's not, if people aren't respecting my boundaries and their mom wants to stand outside the door while we're banging and they want to be a cat and they quit their day job without consulting me, the only thing, the only problem that has not been a problem in this whole barrage of information is the guy that wanted to dress up like spider-man and crawl through the window but he must parkour up the window it's unacceptable to just get on a ladder if you want to be spider-man then you need to be spider-man well perhaps you'll be more sympathetic to this next one i am sympathetic uh... but like i'm sad for her that her wedding's over but also like you can't have your whole it's a big family too we said it's not even like (laughs) is it worse if it's a lot of people or less people Less people's probably weirder. Hmm. I have sympathy. Continue. Cheryl has our next question here for you. It's a little long, so you might want to skip ahead in some parts if there's Uh, information. You give me the abridged version. Do you guys know that I only found out what abridged means like two weeks ago? Yeah, it's when you put a bridge on something. No, that's not what it is. Actually, it's not as long as you think it is. I think it's because just the title of the next one didn't get bolded. I'll oh, fix that for you. <clears throat> oh gosh, yeah, that's definitely a lot shorter. Uh-huh. <clears throat> I'm ready. So you'll be more sympathetic to this one Yes, here. that's correct. I've been sympathetic to all of them, but that doesn't <laughs> mean that you shouldn't break up with people. You're just a bunch of people pleasers. That's what it is. We're also about to get married people mm-hmm. we're very pleased with each other yes. i'm supportive of your marriage as long as you get pierogies for the dinner but like you haven't told me any issues of that he quit his fucking day job because he wants to be a cat and if even <laughs> even though he's my brother if you came to me and said chris has quit his day job he wants to live as a cat i would be like you should leave him anyone can be a cat i am a stegosaurus you could even still come to brunch if you, you want should see the tail <laughs> If he 
wants to become any kind of... You should never quit your day job without fucking talking to your partner. But that's also because we're... Yeah, we were beyond that point. I don't mm. think at this point, if Chris did that, I would help him seek mental health. <laughs> Which is good. Yes. Meow. <laughs> My 31-year-old male horse-obsessed wife. Oh my god. <laughs> Leave her. 37-year-old female would rather have horses than babies and it's ruining our marriage. <laughs> this and is from Throw Our Way Horse horses. Husband. <laughs> What's the name? Throw Away Horse Husband. Oh my god. Plural. would <clears throat> rather have horses. I've, I've always wanted children. And before we got married five years ago, we agreed on having one or two. She has never been keen on children. Wait, she's 37 now? <laughs> I guess so. <clears throat> um, she was never keen on children as I was, but agreed. I always knew my wife wanted horses, and I'm absolutely fine with that. After marriage, we both got good paying jobs, and we were able to afford a nice 15-acre property with ample space for horses in, a rur- in rural Kentucky. She has always seemed to move the goalposts as far as when to have children, and I wanted them ASAP. First, she said the fence needed to be redone to accommodate the horses. Fine. After a month of Saturdays, I redid the fences circling the eight acres of the horse pasture. Next, she said the barn needed to be redone before we could have children, so I spent a whole year redoing the barn and adding additional stalls. Next, she said she needed to get the horses first and adjust them to their new space before we could have children. After six months, she brought a third horse, a baby foal. She said she needed to train this horse to be a show horse and will require at least a year of training, but then we can have a baby after that. The baby horse is now eight months old, and she's now worried about having a baby in COVID-19. Plus, she's worried that she could be 35 plus after the baby is born and she's worried about complications. I feel like she's led me along for five years just to give her horses and now she's done with me. I really want children. I don't want a divorce. I love my wife, but I feel she's leaving me no choice. Any advice? Ooh, she ran out the clock on you. (laughs) That's 100% what happened. Because she's 37 now. So she would be have what's called a geriatric pregnancy, which Correct. is you can do it, but there's more added risks and blah, 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 blah. Your baby's born old like Benjamin Button. Exactly. That's And it looks like Brad Pitt. It's 100% what happens. And I mean, mend the fence before you have a baby? Like, what? I don't know. I think she just got everything out of it that she wanted to get out of it. So you got to call a lawyer and you better get half those fucking horses. Take all the horses and the fence. What if and the there's barn. an odd number of horses? take half those horses there is an odd number of horses he said three. Oh yeah what do you do with that third horse sydney take half of it <laughs> but you don't even like horses i hate horses <laughs> but take those horses because she likes horses oh so you're vindictive yeah you gotta hit them where it hurts mm. she i'm vindictive she <laughs> strung him along for five years to get a fence and a barn and three horses i've never gotten three horses out of someone but I, if someone used me to acquire horses in the divorce, I would take the horses. Children is one of those things where if you want them, you want them. If you don't want them, you don't want them. This lady wants horses. And she got horses. And you should take them in the divorce. I would recommend marriage counseling myself. 
Mm-hmm. I don't she, think you can counsel your way out of like she doesn't want kids. If she wanted kids, not that you. I'm gonna get. I don't want to get fucking eaten alive by everyone that had a kid after 35. But I think it's, it would be on your mind about what's the mm-hmm. best way to biologically have the healthiest baby you could have. But she's not yet. She's 35. I she's, she was she's 37. 34. 34. Oh, I thought she was 37. No, she's That's the one time year of away. Writing this post. Mm-hmm. Who's 37 in this post? The husband? Nobody. No one. No one. I, okay, I thought I You remember. just made that number because uh, they'd been dating for five years. Okay. I thought she yeah. was 37. No. So she hasn't run out the clock yet. She has not run out the clock yet. But she's trying to. Yes. Come she's on. trying to really hard. That's why I was saying. Like, I, I think in this case, he needs to get her to admit it. The, she really doesn't want kids before considering the divorce. Or... He but also, a horse other can. That's too, also a possibility. But also, if it, first of all, like the amount of money that these people can afford—three fucking horses and a barn and a fence—that's crazy. I would spend that money on better things than horses. Like, I would go to Peru and touch a llama. You don't have to go to Peru to touch a llama. It's true. But I want to go to Peru. Okay. Llamas are all over. But There's I, a llama in But I want room. to see a Peruvian llama. Racist. You're racist. <laughs> advice for the man whose wife wants horses and She's trying children. to run out the clock on you. Advice for the woman. Terrible advice. But you should just say, okay, we can start trying. And then just like keep taking your birth control. Hmm. What's he going to do? Sydney does not want children. Or horses. Or horses. Especially, <laughs> I would rather a child before a horse. Especially not a baby okay. horse. She would kick it in the face. No, I like baby horses. And I like Shetland ponies, but I do not like full-grown horses. And I would kick a full-grown horse in the face. Because a full-grown horse kicked me. But a Shetland pony is a full-grown horse. It's a full-grown Shetland pony. <laughs> it's very different. Okay. You shouldn't bring this sort of thing up around a biologist, Sydney. Shetland ponies are not horses. They're not. Get a biologist on the show right now. Okay. Call someone. <laughs> it's a not biologist. a horse. It is a type of horse. All right. Well, moving on. Mm-hmm. I'm not moving on from this. Is a Shetland pony a horse? Of course. According to Wikipedia, the Shetland pony is a Scottish breed of pony originating in the Shetland Isles in the north of Scotland. <laughs> it is a pony. I I need to interject if you're going to call me out on uh, the pony thing. Pony is a, is one of several small or a pony is a breed of small horses anything considered less than 4. Point, or 14.2 hands tall. So it is still a horse. The Latin name for a pony. Hands? Did you just measure horses in hands? Yeah, you measure horses in hands. So 14.2 hands. And then uh, it says both horses and ponies are the same species. Fine. <laughs> well, Never. I like selling ponies, but I don't like big horses. Remember you were saying we should get a biologist on the show? And I, I am pointed at Cheryl. Whatever. <laughs> All right, Sydney. Mm-hmm. So you've discussed other kins. You've discussed horse people. If you want a saner one, here's your next one. My husband thinks he's a ghost hunter and won't stop bringing it up. Leave him. It's making things awkward submitted by throwra05416. Do you say husband? (laughs) My husband, 30-year-old male, and I, 31-year-old female, have never seen eye to eye on everything supernatural. I consider myself a skeptic, and as much as I like reading fun theories online, 
I don't believe in ghosts at all. This has always been a source of arguments between us as my husband likes to jokingly rile me up about being so close-minded. Meanwhile, my husband is the polar opposite. He is a huge believer in all things paranormal, so much that he doesn't watch scary movies or have tarot cards because he doesn't want to invite anything nasty in. He's always believed he has had a special relationship with the other side. On our honeymoon, he made us change suites since the one we booked apparently had an upset entity inside. Oh my god. I'm so annoyed already. Fucking leave him. A few months ago, it started to become more than a hobby. Every night after finishing work, he'll leave the house for three to four hours on a ghost hunt. From his nightly pictures and live streams on Facebook, he's basically spending the whole time walking the streets in our area, searching for ghosts and looking for people in trouble. At the start, some of our friends thought it was a joke, but recently some have even reached out asking me if he is okay. It got worse when I returned home to a dozen packages which contained my husband's ghost hunting gear. He's never cared about his appearance before, but he bought a whole new wardrobe for his ghost hobby. Although the whole thing was always a bit too much for me, especially since all of our friends are seeing his posts, his insistence on going out every night is the worst bit since we have a one-year-old. Prior to this, we both spent time together looking after him, but my husband's new hobby makes everything very lonely. Last week, I was on a Zoom call with my mother, who has a strained relationship with my husband to begin with. She brought up that one of her friends has recently been hospitalized with after catching COVID. My husband, who was not part of the call until this point, jumped in and told my mother that she should consider getting an exorcism so the same angry spirits causing her friends COVID wouldn't get her too. The call was a breaking point for me. I talked with my husband afterwards about how inappropriate the whole thing was, especially as my mother basically hasn't slept from worry, but he refused to see any problem. We've been married just over two years. In a lot of other areas, we make a great team, and he's the love of my life. But in my opinion... This is going too far for a hobby and making our lives difficult. You can't just get an exorcism, first of all. They're carried out by the Catholic Church, and there's a whole fucking thing that you go through and they do an investigation. and every, you, you can't just schedule an exorcism for next Tuesday. You can if you know Ed and Lorraine Warren, although I think they're both the dead at this point. It's you need a priest for an true, exorcism. but maybe they're still around. Oh, maybe. You need a priest for an exorcism. Uh, no, technically you do not. You can get an official exorcism done by the Catholic Church. Yeah, there are other, But there are other people that will do them that are not Catholic. That's like a knockoff exorcism. <laughs> you don't want a fucking knockoff exorcism. You need a Catholic priest. There was a Christian, back when I was a little bit more Christian, there was actually a Christian radio show where a guy would do exorcisms live on the radio. And he was not Catholic. He was a different denomination. What if the ghost isn't Christian? What if you're being terrorized by a Buddhist ghost? I don't think that Buddhist ghosts terrorize you. I think they're too busy trying to do the reincarnation and the suffering and like sort themselves out and like find enlightenment. I think they have it's busy to be a Buddhist. I think they got other things going on. What if they're a Scientologist ghost? Well, I don't think that you should get a fucking knockoff exorcism. You should get the real deal, first of all. <laughs> Second of all, you should leave this guy. But why? 
because he's having a total break from reality obviously a stressor of the pandemic this is like a nervous breakdown actually at first i thought he was definitely cheating on her because who the fuck goes out for four hours a night but like if he's got like a whole ghost hunting wardrobe and equipment he's that she live can see, streaming he's and got he's an live alibi. streaming so then he's not cheating on her he's like totally lost the plot he probably finds fatherhood too stressful and this is a way out of it Better so you need to find a way out of him bye but what if there's too many ghosts in the neighborhood it's just not a good environment to raise ghosts. a child she doesn't even believe in ghosts but does that mean they're not real yes so it's like tinkerbell if you don't believe them they're not real yes so then we can do demon episodes no or ghost episodes no <laughs> but we can do episodes with you about things that aren't real is what you're saying right and not ghosts i said she doesn't believe in ghosts and then i said but then that means they're not real and he said yes <laughs> listen it's not about the ghost it's about he's fucking becoming unhinged right this is gonna result in him quitting his day job as well because he's detached from reality he needs to go to therapy or it's time to leave him but what if he gets his own reality tv show and then he quits his day job yeah i mean tv is just such a shaky industry to be in i guess if that's what he wants to do go for it but so you know you're gonna be on the wheel forever and you're always gonna be on to the next thing like ghost hunting isn't gonna be cool forever Maybe Ghost, it will be. <laughs> Ghost Adventures has been on for many more seasons than I thought it was going to be. It's been a, like but a hobby Rob for and centuries. Nantucket or wherever they're from, like it's kind of a niche market. It's oversaturated as it is. Mm -hmm. I would say, I think she should just leave him. I think the cream rises to the top, and if he's any good, he's gonna get his own TV show with Discovery. He's not any good though. He's <laughs> telling her mother to get an exorcism for COVID. Could be a COVID demon. That doesn't sound like someone that knows what they're talking about. Could be a COVID tulpa. How funny if COVID was really caused by a demon, though. Everyone knows it's caused by 5G. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I don't know what you would stay with someone that just fucking casually took up ghost hunting four hours a night when you had a newborn. I mean, I would be disappointed that they weren't taking me ghost hunting with them, but mm -hmm. um, I, to each their own. But when you have a baby, right, like the other person agreed to have a baby with her and then just like fucking peaced out. Well, you can't He's tell his responsibilities. the whales of the deceased from the whales of your baby. They're just too similar. You got to keep them at home. I was thinking whales like marine life. <laughs> <laughs> what? What did you say again? Citation needed. So what is he talking about whales for? The wailing of the baby is not any different than the wailing of the dead people. I think it is. I can tell a baby from someone like an adult wailing. Okay. It's about that he has other responsibilities at this time that he's not mm. following through on. You can't just fucking ghost hunt for four hours a night when you have a newborn. It's true. That's too long. It's too long. It reminds me of playing Pokemon Go, like when the Pokemon Go craze came out and all the... You just like fucking shirk all your responsibilities for four hours to play Pokemon Go. People were hunting for things that weren't there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. True. It's very much like playing Pokemon Go. And you don't even get a Charmander out of it. I think the only solution is like he needs to go to therapy or she needs to leave him. <laughs> That's your only solution for everything so far. Copy what solutions paste. do you have for this? For someone that goes ghost hunting four hours a night when your baby's less than a year old? Then you need to talk to your partner. About going to therapy or you'll leave them. No, about sharing the responsibility. Explain yeah. to them your feelings. Explain to them what it is that you need from them. Mm -hmm. And 
come to some sort of compromise. You don't just break up with someone without trying to fix it first. Why not? Because then what's the point of being married? Maybe should have like done the ghost hunting before <laughs> they got married and saved them all a bunch of trouble. Uh huh. Maybe you can bring the baby ghost hunting with you. Maybe she'll like the car ride there. And you can't bring a baby ghost hunting. What Why if not? it gets possessed? But you don't believe in ghosts, and she doesn't believe in ghosts. It's not prob- I don't not not believe in ghosts, but I don't believe in ghosts. They'll probably learn to talk faster. I don't fuck with no ghosts. Yeah, okay. in seven tongues, and then just like fuck your shit up, like exorcist style. Yeah, but you can then get you a- are gonna need an exorcism. But you can get a job with the federal government if you can speak several languages. <laughs> it's a baby, though. You can't employ a baby. That's illegal. Intern. That's a. Gr- <laughs> I don't think that there are useful languages. I'm pretty sure it's like Latin. Okay. <laughs> Onto this question. You're an expert on this one because we've heard a similar conversation yeah. from you before. Am I, 24 year old female, being unreasonable for getting mad at my partner, 25 year old male, for changing the kitchen around? So my partner and I have been living together. The other day I got home from work to find he had rearranged the layout of the entire kitchen. I'm not sure if it's because of the way he rearranged things or that I feel some ownership over the kitchen, seeing as I'm the person who tends to cook there and clean the most. So next to the oven, or where the pots and pans used to go, now is pasta, sauce, stock, and herbs. With electrical goods, like the slow cooker, the toaster, the air fryer, crammed into the bottom shelf. The chopping board cupboard, which is a tall, thin cupboard under the main section of the breakfast bar, is where you keep cutting boards and the toaster is stored has now snacks and cereal crammed into it all of the pots and pans are now crammed into the cupboard where where's the toaster yes the toaster where's the toaster the toaster was crammed into where the cutting boards well they haven't said yet okay yes pots and pans are now all crammed into the cupboard where the containers tupperware and baking tray dishes are is this a non-issue or am i being completely unreasonable I got very upset at him, and I'm still sort of pissed off at the whole thing. My boyfriend rearranged the kitchen. I got mad. I'm not sure if my feelings were wrong here. You, so we never find out where the toaster ended up? No, we don't know where the toaster went. She's a fucking sociopath for storing her toaster in the first place. Toasters go on the counter. Do so, they? So that you can toast things when you want to toast them. But what if you don't toast every day? Too bad for you. Then you're missing out on toast, on the wonderful world of toast. You have the right to be annoyed, but you should just fucking put your kitchen back the way that you want it. If you're the if you're the one that does all the cooking and the cleaning and everything and you needed a certain way to make meals in the most efficient way that you see possible, be a little mad, be a little snippy, but just put your fucking kitchen back the way it's supposed to be. Assert your dominance, set some booby traps so if he tries that shit again, he loses a hand. I don't of- think they do have to leave <laughs> each other in this one. What kind of booby traps would you set up? Hand-losing ones. <laughs> like? Where, like, maybe you touch something and then, like, a knife comes down and okay. goes whoosh, and then it cuts off your hand. What do you do with a blood-covered kitchen afterwards, though? Clean it real well with bleach. Downside. Get some luminol so you can make sure you get all the blood. What if your partner is, like, a graphic designer and needs both their hands? Do you need both your hands to be a graphic designer? Yeah. Why? <laughs> One hand for... You just have, like, a drawing hand? I got a drawing hand and I got a keyboard shortcut hand. Uh, and okay. typically the reaching hand is the one that you draw with oh <laughs> well i mean don't fucking cut his hands off if he's a graphic designer i guess but they didn't say that in the post 
You don't have to use hand lost booby traps. I just recommended it. What if he's a conductor? I didn't say you have to cut off his hand. You can. You only need one hand to be a conductor. Yeah, you only need one hand. Oh. Yeah. So then you can definitely do the hand lost booby trap. What if he's a juggler? I just said to start your dominance, okay? Do whatever kind of booby traps that you think you need to do. Put the kitchen back how the kitchen needs to be so that you can cook your meals with efficiency and fucking move on. So your answer is not to address the topic directly, but to passive aggressively build traps for your partner so they learn. And put the kitchen back the way that you want it. Which is also still passive aggressive without discussing it with your partner. He didn't discuss it with her when he messed up the kitchen. Your, your lesson for people here is to drop to their level. Yeah. Plus booby traps. So then go one step further. Yeah. Okay. You know, Kevin McAllister was just like eight years old. <laughs> home aloning, home aloning your all your problems. Yeah. Doesn't. That's what you Make them do. go away. His problems did go away, cause he his house didn't get burglared. I think they plagued him for days. Mm-hmm. He got rescued at the end. It was fine. And then he had to get rescued. <laughs> <laughs> Phil's character, but he would he showed problem solving skills and ingenuity, and like I'm sure that it all falls within the fucking castle laws of the America. So okay, mm. but is it castle laws if you and your partner live together? If they violate the kitchen, it should be covered under castle <laughs> laws. Stand your ground. Well, I think we can. I see. don't think it would be legally covered because they're in the castle with you. That's mm. correct. Hey, I, we finally, you've been harping on me all night. Oh, Cindy says everyone has to leave everyone. I didn't even say they should break up. Just fucking assert your dominance. If that's your kitchen. Mm-hmm. Hurt them. Yep. Hurt them. <laughs> Name them to the point that they can't rearrange your mm-hmm. kitchen ever again. Not even hurt them. Just put situations in the kitchen where if they touch your shit, they get hurt. I didn't say walk into the bedroom and chop his arm off. I said strategically place booby traps so that if he's fucking with your shit, he'll pay for it. All he has to do is not fuck with your shit and he gets two hands. He can be two-hand Freddy all day, every day. So we have one more problem for you to solve here. Not being mean. One more sad person out there in the world who's crying on the internet for help. Who wants your advice? Who wants your advice? I'm going to start charging for these. So my boyfriend, boyfriend's 21-year-old male, can see demons. Who's the person? A 20-year-old female. 20-year-old female, okay. Does it matter if there's like a 40-year-old man? Yeah, context is important. Mm. I'm listening. My boyfriend told me that he can see into another spiritual world. He can see auras, spirits, and demons in a spiritual realm whenever he opens his portal gross most of the time he likes to keep it closed today he told me he thinks it's demons that are breaking up our relationship he told me about the demon he saw when he was younger which would play little tricks in order to break up his dad and his mom I think he's just using that excuse to avoid taking responsibility in his part of the dissipation of our relationship I'm just wondering, what should I tell him? He thinks it's demons that are breaking up our relationship, not his emotional immaturity. What should I do? You should tell him that it's not demons, it's his emotional immaturity, and then you should fucking leave him. Whether 20 and 21, right? Yep. Yep. Next. But what if 
there is a demon breaking them apart, should they not band together against this evil? There's not a demon breaking them apart. But I thought you believe in ghosts. In but demons. What are the odds that a demon is breaking up your relationship? Especially with a 21-year-old male who's probably just a idiot have you ever had a partner tell you a demon is trying to break you two up no he just said you have to so leave it's the very rare <sighs> it's very rare that it happens i don't i mean fine investigate it if you want but she doesn't sound like she wants to investigate mm. it she sounds like she has some evidence to the contrary that he's just an emotionally immature idiot the funny thing about this post is it's one of the first posts that we've read where like the person's like doesn't say that they want to stay with their partner. Yeah. Ooh, very telling. Yeah. Very telling. <laughs> if you had a partner that could open up a portal into the demon world and then he let through a demon that was ruining the relationship, what would Anyone you do about it? Anyone that says that they can, like, see my aura, it's just, like, very eye-rolly. Like, okay, next. You wouldn't help them close their portal? I don't want to fucking hang out with anyone that's opening portals. Like, you wouldn't plug up their portal? To me, that just suggests that you don't have... Like, why did you open it? Think ahead 30 fucking seconds. Sometimes you just want to see. I have my own impulse issues as a neurodivergent person. I don't need to be involved in your demon portal opening idiot issues. I'm just saying. I have my own impulse control issues. I don't need you and your demons. Ha! There, I don't need you and your demons. Go deal with your own fucking literal demons. Would you date a guy who showed up at your door holding the bune pendant that is missing? Um, how do you get it? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like no. He opened his portal and then the guy is like, like I was thinking, can you deliver this? Like, that's so generous to bring me my pendant back that I didn't lose. It's just misplaced. That brings us to the end of our Ask Sydney for relationship advice for Valentine's Day 2022. Sydney, do you have any messages for out there for any of the young lovers out there? If your partner just fucking quits their day job and tells you that they're a cat now, you should bounce. Heads That's all the advice I got. <laughs> Heads up to any of Sydney's future partners if she tries that. Um, That's all the advice that I have for you. If someone wants to dress up like Spider-Man and they can climb through the window, fucking give it a go. Hmm. But boundaries, time limits, right? We can't be waiting all night for it between like 8 and 8.15. And no family members listening in. No family members listening mm. in. But that's not so much about the family and their tradition as it is about boundaries and recognizing what makes your partner clearly very uncomfortable. Dump the cat. Human cats. Dump the human cat. That wraps up today's episode of the I Went Outside Today podcast. This is your host, Chris, signing off. This is Cheryl signing off. I'm Sydney. I didn't even do no things. Thanks for listening to today's very special episode of the I Went Outside Today podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, spread the joy and share us with your friends or leave a review. If you really enjoy our podcast and you want to support us in doing more episodes, consider donating to our Patreon or leave us suggestions in the comment section on our website or social media. Or you can email us at IWentOutsidePod at gmail.com. And make sure you follow us on our social medias. We got Twitter. We got Facebook. We don't got Snapchat because that's for creeps. We don't have Twitter. We don't have Twitter. <laughs>
Facebook and Instagram. We got Facebook, Insta. Oh, fuck. Okay. You're not going to do it again. It's not going to be as good. Why don't we have Twitter? <laughs> we got Facebook. We got Instagram. And you can see all our photos and adventures that don't get turned into episodes because every day of our life is an adventure. Bye.